Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. My name is Michelle Kane, and my company is Voice Matters, and I am here as always with my fantastic co-host. She is Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. How are you, Karen? I am very frozen Karen Swim today, as um, many people in the country, I'm sure, are experiencing um, lovely weather. Um, It's it's, 15 degrees here in Shelby Township, Michigan. So, oh my goodness, I haven't even looked. Yeah, okay, it's 25 here in the Philly Burbs. It's a heat wave. It's a heat wave. I like it. I would take that temperature. Oh, yes, we have our eyes on a storm Friday into Saturday. Of course, if you're hearing this on Monday, the suspense is over and we'll already know what the snow is. But for those of us joining us live here on Wednesdays, we record. Yes, because we're all about giving the weather. Yeah, we're all voting like out to sea, out to sea. Well, I'm kind of excited about our topic today because this is my kind of favorite um, time of year to engage in this activity when it's, you know, winter seems to be yes. the time to cocoon and mm-hmm. write. And that's yes. what we're talking about today. We're talking about writing. Yes, yes, yes. Part of our back to basics theme for January. Uh, we thought, you know, how to, sh- how to make sure you're staying sharp uh, if you need to refocus on your writing skills or, you know, just kind of as as we often do here on this podcast, just to check in with yourself to say, you know, have I have I gone astray? Am I phoning it in or am I doing great? I'm fine. So we just wanted to, you know, kind of rehash that subject. And it's 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 fun to think about writing because that's the kind of nerd that I know I am. <laughs> Well, writing is so essential to public relations, right? Um, It's everything. A great writer really sets you apart because, as I'm sure we've all learned, not everyone's a great writer. And it's so there's a high demand for people who write and write well and have that ability to write different types of things in the realm of client activities and, and can do it in the client's voice. And so I think it's a skill set. I mean, I think that we should always be looking to polish all of our skill sets, but writing in particular is one of those superpowers that I really feel that we should continue to hone and fine tune and make sure that we're not falling into bad habits. It's so true. So true. It really is our strong suit because really you know, in essence, we're telling the story of our clients mm-hmm. anytime that we are writing for them. And that's that's really my favorite thing is to, yeah. you know, get their voice and get it right and make sure I'm writing as them and not just cookie cutter words thrown together. Yeah. Um, so that that's definitely key because in many cases, that may be a client, you know, their their customers or or their clients' first experience with them is how they're presenting themselves either in the written word or even spoken word for any time, you know, if you're writing speeches for someone or or you know, anyone making remarks. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, it's it's so important that you nail that. And get all the information in and hit all the right notes. Yeah. And, you know, la, la, la. Don't make it too long, all these great yeah. things. But, you know, it's it's such fun. I, I don't know. What's what's your favorite thing to do? Write, edit, or both? Um, I do not like editing. Um, oh. But writing is my jam. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many ways to fine-tune those skills and keep them sharp. You know, taking a course is one of the, you know, obvious yeah. ones. 
Um, there's so many ways that you can take writing courses. If you are, you know, a member of of a professional organization, they usually have, you know, workshops and webinars, but LinkedIn, um, their courses, they have an array of great courses. You can, you know, find courses online, Thinkific and um, Teachable and Udemy. Those are all great options for taking a course. But, you know, there are some other things that you can do practically from day to day. If you have ever read, now I'm forgetting the name of the book, but morning pages is one way, you know, so you commit to writing every morning. Uh, Yeah. That just, you know, that free flow of ideas early in the morning really helps to put you in the mindset and it sharpens your writing skill because you're staring at a blank page every day and you're just writing without, you know, the parameters. Something that is also a good exercise to do is find something that you wrote, you know, like a year or two ago mm-hmm. and rewrite it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you are there filler words that you use? Can you make it more concise? How can you sharpen it? That's a great exercise in your own writing to identify maybe things that you're doing. Cause we all have like, we all have that writing signature, those little things that we do all the time. So you, you'll you start to find like your patterns, like, oh God, I always do this and sharpen that. Make, you know, again, find ways, you know, could I have said this differently? Could I have been more concise? Could I have been sharper? You know, could I use a different word here? Could I have cut out pieces of it um, and said this more succinctly? So that's always a good exercise too. Yeah. Yeah, I like to do that. I usually when I write something and sometimes if I'm stuck, you know, and, and I'm sure we've all been there of oh, how to start. And then I tell myself, well, I don't have to start at the beginning, start in the middle and let that inform how whatever the piece is, you know, take shape. And and I always have Coco Chanel in the back of my mind, you know, <laughs> and before you leave, take one thing off. I always have that run through my mind when I'm, when I'm reviewing what I've written. If I write a draft of something, like you say, it's like, make sure, you know, especially in PR writing, you, you want it to communicate well and professionally and at, you know, a, a fair intelligence level, but you don't want to just stuff words in just to show how cool and smart you are. That's just ridiculous. So, you know, after you've written, think, okay, is this tight? Is this tight enough? Do I have too much in here? Or even when you talk about making sure we're using different words, it's kind of like a puzzle. You know, that's yeah. one of the things I flinch when I'm reading something either I've written or someone else has written. And you say, oh my gosh, you used the word again. It's in the same paragraph. We've got lots of words. You know, find out the best one, you know, that suits what you're trying to convey. And that's where it's it's fun. Yeah. I also, you know, something, another way that you can kind of sharpen that muscle is to write something that you normally wouldn't. Um, So you spend all of your time on business writing. Um, There are lots of writing prompts out there. Um, The Writers Guild, um, Writers Guild, Writers Digest. There's lots of writing groups where you can find writing prompts. Write a short story, write a poem, Um, write a speech, Um, take something, you know, and you can work this into your client work. Because writing in a different genre than you're used to really pulls on those creative muscles to mm-hmm. stretch and develop. And you can bring that into your client writing. Um, a yeah. lot of times I will write things as boring as a press release as a story. So oh. I'll, make it, you know, I'll go in in that first draft and just tell a story. 
Yeah. The way that I would be writing a book and it makes it more interesting. And you find ways to, you know, bring in some nuances that you might miss if you're stuck in press release writing mode. So, you know, go outside your comfort zone and write things that you normally don't write. That helps to strengthen your writing skill as well. Especially in these lean newsroom times when often, depending on the release you're writing, you know, for a lot of the things that I do for local groups, I have it story ready. Like, you know, the newspaper can just take it and run with it. It's not just today, A, B company announced. It's, you know, do you ever wonder what happens with all those apples that you see? I'm totally riffing. It makes no sense. But, you know, make it a story. And we all know we're all professionals. We know you have to make it to suit whatever you're doing. But that certainly not only helps you get picked up, but it, it does help you flex. And, and another way to stay fresh with your writing is to read more. Yes, absolutely. You know? That is the number one writing tip. If you want to yeah. write well, read a lot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, musicians get inspired by other music. You know, absolutely. Don't, 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 you know, McCartney's not sitting at home listening to the Beatles songs all day. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, and, you know, here too, read different things because you yes. can get, you know, read different genres. You can even, um, one thing that I, I've taken a script writing classes and, and I've written a script, but there are scripts online that you can read, read dialogue. Yeah. I find in books and in writing, I hear music. I hear the pattern of the words. Um, oh, yeah. So I believe that reading different types of genre, they all have different patterns and you start to recognize those and that helps you to build that muscle. So yeah, Michelle, that's a great tip. And the other thing is even if it's a news article, read something outside of your normal industry. Mm -hmm. So if you specialize in healthcare, read manufacturing stuff, you would be surprised at how looking at those differences can really help you to strengthen your writing skills. But in addition to that, the side benefit is that I've often found the most creative solutions to problems by looking at how somebody completely opposite of what I'm doing has solved it. So true. That is so true. And there's so much out there to choose from to just, you know, stretch yourself and, and really challenge yourself. And, you know, we also have our peers, you know, if you have, if it's not someone in our solo PR pro group, it's, you know, you all know someone and just say, Hey, you know what? Can you gut check me on this? Am I, am I making sense? This is what I'm trying to communicate. Does, does it, you know, does it ping to, with you or are you understanding what I'm saying? And, you know, do you have any recommendations or anything? And that's, it's such a simple way. And I think so many of us probably don't take the time to do that. Yeah. And it really doesn't take that much time to just ask someone, hey, can you give this a quick read? Yeah. I love to have a partner and you guys can yeah. trade things back and forth. But I mean, yeah. write well, you need to write. That that's another <laughs> big key is that you have to constantly <laughs> exercise that muscle. So yeah. the way to strengthen your writing skill is to write more. Um, yeah. even if it's not required of client assignments, there are certainly ways that you can you know, flex that muscle, write for yourself. You know, you can write articles and, you know, pitch your own bylines, write presentations, write, you know, social copy. There are tons of, there are writing needs in your life, whether or not you have to do it for your clients Mm -hmm. or not. And so there's great ways to really practice and improve on that. 
So true. So true. And there are so many opportunities out there. If it's not in your person-to-person circle, I know in our region, um, usually annually, uh, there's a Philly Writers Conference. And granted, it's more geared toward fiction and creative writing. But I, I've often considered, like, hmm, should I go to that? You know, it might be flexing a different muscle. And, uh, you know, there are definitely opportunities online to find like-minded, well, like-minded people, you know, just opportunities to to share in your writing and, and give you ideas. And because if you don't know where to start, just Google some groups and, and see what's out there. Um, yeah. I, I have a, there's a local group of women right here in my area. They ha, they do what they call story studio and they just write about their lives, which I find amazing. And, you know, shame on me. I don't do it. I probably should because I'm thinking, Oh, I just spent all day writing. So, you know, that's another barrier, right? Because we do write and communicate so much, you know, hey, I'm with you. Some days, back when I even used to look at Pinterest a lot, it was just because I just want to look at pictures. I don't want to look at anymore. I mean, it's true, but, you know, I, I love writing, so I do. Yeah. I have a passion for it, and, and I actually don't do it solely for a living anymore, and yeah. I use writers to write a lot of client stuff, but yeah. there's nothing to re-energize your love of writing than to spend time with creative people. Oh, and so I love that you mentioned, you know, the Philly Writers Conference. There are those types of small conferences all over the country. Yep. So I'm sure there's one somewhere where you live or somewhere close by, um, or you can yeah. do your own writing retreat. I have a girlfriend. Yeah. She is a professional writer in Hollywood, but Every year she takes an annual writing retreat where she checks into the, a beautiful hotel and she just spends a couple of days writing. Um, so you could do that too. And again, it doesn't even have to be that elaborate because it's a skill set that you can practice on a daily basis. Right. Even if you devote, you know, 15 minutes. And again, this is where morning pages can be very helpful. Say, I'm going to write 15 yeah. minutes every morning. That's, you know, a small chunk of time, but, you know, get the juices flowing and keep, you know, your your skills really sharp or, you know, maybe carve out 15 minutes during the day to rewrite something that you wrote, you know, previously and see how you can make it better. Um, And then take that into your, you know, current um, client activity. Right. Right. And, you know, and if you don't find a group that speaks to you, guess what? Start one. (laughs) This is true. Take that step and you can do that. And that would be just so much fun. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm definitely that word nerd that does love editing too. just kind of slicing things apart and getting in there and being surgical. <laughs> I hate editing. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you, do not like it. I'm sometimes forced into it, but it is the thing that I least enjoy. <laughs> God bless you editors. And I'm always happy to have it to be edited because I think, yeah good editors really make your work better, but I just don't, that, it de- that definitely is not my jam. <laughs> and that's the beauty of, of us. We all have our sweet spots of what we love and what we, you know, don't like so much. And, oh, cause I mean, the challenge of even just creative writing for me, sometimes I'm thinking, oh, well, what, what would I write about? So kudos to you for doing the creative side of it. And I know, you know, it's something I probably should try. I'm probably too much too much of a heavy critic of like, ugh, <laughs> that's what I have to say. But it's about the exercise. Yeah, I'm, I'll bring you in. I'll rope you into it. It's so much okay. fun. Rope me in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we hope we've inspired you to just take a moment and revisit your writing, your habits, your approach, and just try some new things. That's what it's all about, right? We thank you for spending time with us today. And until next time, thanks for joining us on That Solo Life. <laughs>